Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. Enjoy it. Here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas... You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jared Clinton. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corn Roof Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clinton, alongside my co-host, Matt Ordazzo, and I forgot to put this in. So one second. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Yeah, y'all don't get the Jeffrey intro today. I'm already behind schedule. Uh, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a happy new year. I uh, I thought I did. I mean, until Gardner Minshew ruined it for me. Oh, man, that poverty franchise from New Orleans. But, you know, it's okay. The world, the world goes on. I went into Sunday morning getting offered $72 from DraftKings to take a buyout. I should have taken it because I watched my dreams slip away on the arms of Carson Wentz, Kurt Cousins, and freaking Gardner Minshew. This just goes to show those three guys should never be the deciding factors of my betting advice. Um, and also, I bet on the Jets over the Seahawks. That was also my bet. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Um, I would have been doing a lot better if we won, if we lost this game because we actually tried. We we tried very hard to lose this game and we succeeded. Um, um, so, you know, there's a few things that I've learned from this game is that, which I already knew the answer to this, but riding the Mike White hype, hype train, Mike White is not going to be the answer for this team in the quarterback room next year. Um, I would... I'm willing to say that there is not one quarterback on this roster that should be the Jets quarterback in 2023 for starting, including Zach, including Flacco, including White and Strebler. Um, This team came out flat. They put up six points on the board in the first quarter, and they did not score a single ounce of anything after that. Mike White did not look like he knew how to pass the ball efficiently, accurately. Maybe those military pad grades that were um, on his ribs maybe had something to do with it. I don't know. He looked terrible. Um, he played as if what I thought Zach Wilson would play. Um, 
Shout out to Garrett Wilson for getting over a thousand yards. Uh, it's the best single season rookie record for a New York Jet receiver. Um, so that was a bright point of that. He'll probably be offensive rookie of the year, hopefully. Um, Sauce Garner played well. He held DK Metcalf to like two catches. So, you know, it's nice to see some rookies playing well, but now we're going into full on off season mode pretty much. We got next week's game with Miami. I got a couple I got a couple AFC playoff scenarios for you. I want to run by you. I think they're the wild card, which I think is the best one, but so you have the Patriots. They beat mm-hmm. Buffalo. They're into the playoffs. However, with that, I don't think that's going to happen because the Chiefs already won their game this week. So if the Buffalo Bills win, the Chiefs and the Bills will have the same record, but the Bills will have the number one seed. Either way, whether they win or lose tonight, they're going to have to play their starters next week to try and maintain the number one seed. So I think Josh Allen beats the, the Patriots next week and eliminates them. Uh, Mike McDaniel already said two was not in their plans for next week's game. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming he's not going to play. Teddy Bridgewater broke his finger. So I think the Jets realistically could beat Miami and sweep them this year, which would eliminate Miami. If that all happens and the Pittsburgh Steelers win next week, the Steelers are in the playoffs. That is the wild. I almost think the Steelers might have the best chance because I think the Bills are a lock to beat the Pats. I think the Jets can beat Miami with Skylar Thompson because they already did it. And if that all happens, the Steelers win. The Steelers are freaking in. Mike Tomlin secures a playoff spot, which we all thought he might go under 500 for the first time in his career. Um, So, you know, Jets is not working out, but it'd be interesting to see if some teams can squeak in. We'll see what happens. But the flip side, the Lions still have a chance to win. Seahawks, if the Seahawks win and Green Bay loses, the Seahawks get in. If the Lions win, it'll be different. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who gets that seventh seed. The Commanders are out. The Jets are out this week, I believe. Um, Ron Rivera is – I'm willing to bet anything Ron Rivera is going to be fired just because you just – you put in Carson Wentz to light a spark in your team, which that did not at all work out. I mean, why put the guy in that got you to being a 1-4, in 1-5 team? Then you put in Heineke, who just has this insane run, gets you from like 1-4 in four to 7-7, seven and seven, and uh, you decide to bench him. And Carson mm. Wentz does what Carson Wentz does and just shits the bed. And so you just fucking blew their playoff hopes away. It's it's the most Washington way to Washington. I I don't – what makes me so happy about it is how mad I was after we lost to them in week 12 or 10 or whatever the hell it was. What makes it even better is that I'm basically sitting there watching this entire – game in their entire season go down the tube in a matter of seconds and it's magnificent mm-hmm. it was like poetry in motion man you know what would be crazy is uh, just thinking about things in advance let's just say the Jets beat Skylar Thompson the Dolphins I believe that would make the Dolphins last place in the AFC East and then the Jets would be third so it would be crazy to think Miami started off eight and three and they could actually finish up last place in the division. Yeah. But it's all right. Bring me Derek Carr. A lot of people tell me you need to take Jimmy G because he wins more games. Derek Carr wins you nine plus games a season with a bottom 25 defense. Give him a top 10 defense. I think easily he can get you at least 11 plus wins. Yeah. With the QB carousel going in next year, if you want my honest to God before the season ends, here are my predictions right now. The Dolphins, if they miss the playoffs, because they are playing you guys, and if you guys even play halfway decent against that team, you guys might actually win. Um, Let's just say Miami misses the playoffs, right? Lamar becomes a free agent. 
You also have Derek Carr gets is up for being traded. The first time I'm going to fall is Tom Brady goes to the Raiders. That is my honest-to-God opinion. Everyone's like, you sure? I'm like, dude, I've been saying this for two months. Yeah, that's where he wanted. I think Josh McDaniels literally tried to tank the stock of Derek Carr to get rid of him so he could go get Tom Brady. They still have Devontae Adams. They still have Darren Waller. They can go get another running back like a Miles Sanders or somebody who's going to be on free agency because I have a feeling Philadelphia won't go get him. Philadelphia honestly might go get Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama or if they have a shot, B. John Robinson out of Texas. Philadelphia knows they, they can replace Sanders. If they if they do sign him, awesome. I love Miles, but I'm not going to be surprised if they let him walk. So, that being said, Raiders now get Brady. They can focus the rest of their time and effort on defense with all those draft picks they, are, they have because Brady's a free agent. There's, they don't have to give up anything for him. Mm-hmm. The next domino fall is where does Lamar Jackson go? My honest-to-God opinion, as long as the Dolphins don't throw a monkey wrench into this thing, I'd say Miami's his first choice, New York's his second. Um, you also have the Jimmy G factor. So Jimmy G, Derek Carr is going to be competing for whoever's available. If Miami doesn't get Lamar, I think they keep two. Um, they would deal Lamar. They would deal two after they got Lamar. That's how it would kind of roll with it. Um, I don't know. I think Minnesota might take a run because this is Kirk Thuggins' last year of his contract. You also have to factor in Tennessee. They're done with Tannehill, and I think they're they know Malik. Clearly, the fact that Josh Dobbs is starting next week, Malik Willis is done. They 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 know he's a boss. This kid is going to be a project quarterback. Um, so I was wrong about that one. I'll admit it right now. Uh, I think I could see Derek Carr going to Tennessee. Yeah, I could see that happening too. Um, there's a lot of things. Yeah. He has no problem checking the ball down. They have decent weapons. They can go focus on defense. Maybe go get another middle of the road receiver to pair with Burks because Burks finished the season on a hot note. Yeah. So I think Burks is a promising receiver. Maybe they could go sneak under the radar and go get somebody who's like a sneaky free agent or like maybe go grab a, a, a early second rounder on one of these receivers. They don't have to go crazy with it. So like kind of what to do with A.J. Brown. So I think like the Q, Jimmy G is the great mystery to me, though. Does he go to mm-hmm. New England? Or, yeah, it, it's an interesting offseason. So I think, I think Lamar, there's going to be a dark horse team in there somewhere. I mean, like you could – you could listen. Let's let's just paint this picture. You have the Texans that have the number one pick in the draft. Do you think they want to, you know, go out and draft Bryce Young and take the risk, or do you think they, you know, if they have the opportunity to throw the number one pick plus Davis Mills and maybe Brandon Cooks, guys that don't want to be in Houston, maybe throw that For towards uh, towards uh, Baltimore. Lamar's a free agent, bro. Isn't he under? Uh, oh, you're right, because they can tag him. They can tag him, but he's oh, not going to sign him. If we don't got to – yeah, if you don't got to – oh, my God, that's easy. If you don't have to trade well, for Lamar, you just got to sign him. I'm well, yeah, I mean, like, let's, let's let's for hypothetical reasons, let's say Houston goes and tries to get Lamar. Then the first pick, they go get, I don't know, Will Anderson or that tackle, mm-hmm. the other the one who's like the number two protective pick or whatever. Yeah. They sell Cooks as con- – they either keep well, – Cooks, honestly, with Lamar would be fine, but they – um. They yeah, go get receiver, they'll pay with Collins and Cooks. Maybe they go draft one. They have to think two draft picks this year still. Um, mm-hmm. and they just go get defense and they go and they keep showing up that O line. Like, I mean, there's ways to sell that, but they're definitely a dark horse. Um 
I think Minnesota's going to have a new quarterback next year. Kirk Cousins has – this is Kirk what's Cousins? going to happen. I'll, I'll tell you right now what's going to happen. Minnesota's going to throw this motherfucker another, like, three-year deal. This guy's going to be shit the next two seasons and be fantastic year three. And then all the Miami, all the Minnesota fans are going to come out of the woodworks and say how good Kirk Cousins has always been. That's what's going to happen. Lock it in right now. So, other than that, I can see Lamar. I can see – I think I agree with you. Miami and the Jets – I think are the two top teams right now. I honestly think the Giants stay with Daniel Jones after he got them that playoff. The way he's been playing the last three games and they secured him that spot in the wild card, I think the Giants keep him. Um, I think Derek Carr is going – I think Derek Carr's favorite spot is right now is the Jets. But I can see him in Tennessee or I could see him going to Seattle. I can see Jimmy G going to the, to the Patriots again. I think that's going to be a reunion I could definitely see happening. Even if Mac Jones stays in New England, I think they just battle it out, see who gets that number one job. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, I mean, I think at this point, I think it's obvious that the Texans draft a quarterback. I think if the Lions miss the last wild card, I think they take a chance on a quarterback round one or they address quarterback somewhere in the draft and they give – go off some competition but right now i think he's obviously the favorite going into camp if he stays with the team i think gino goes back to seattle um i think kirk stays in minnesota um you know there's another one we haven't talked about is uh you know there's a lot of speculations about aaron Rodgers, but i think if they lock up that playoff spot i think he stays but if he leaves i think it's because gm just wants to start fresh maybe get jordan love some time but right now i think I think if Rodgers stays in Green Bay to make the playoffs, but I think Rodgers is going to tell them, you need to like seriously give me some weapons right now. Would not be, would actually think it'd be pretty interesting if there was like, if they just give De- Devontae back to Green Bay somehow. Like if the Raiders like ship off their car and then, and then, you know, Adam's like, listen, I want out. And they just, Green Bay calls back up, like, yeah, we'll take him back. I, I mean, I highly doubt that would happen, but at the same time, it's like, well, interesting theory. Um, I, I don't know honestly how this is all going to end up. This is like it's going to be like last year where the first domino to fall was ended up being Russell Wilson. Whoever it is, is Lamar or Brady or whoever that's going to determine where everyone goes. Oh, yeah, Brady's definitely if, in my if opinion. Lamar a monkey wrench into it and sides with Vegas. Brady's sitting there like, fuck, what do I do now? I have a uh, I have a dark horse prediction for you. I okay. think the Niners roll with Brock Purdy next year. I think the Niners. Oh, I, agree. I agree. I agree. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna let Trey Lance sit for a year. Yeah, just to get well, they're not gonna. They're they not they, gonna they get can't move him right away unless Belichick offers Shanahan like a freaking lucrative deal. That's such a Belichick move too. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's it's this is gonna be a crazy offseason. It's definitely. I think the next five six weeks are gonna determine how a lot of these finish up. Yeah, this is gonna. We be did have a game last night. Somehow, of course, Mike Tomlin gets to eight wins again. Somehow, there is still a chance he loses next week. And now we are talking about the first losing season in the Mike Tomlin era. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. I doubt it's going to happen. Knowing my luck, those losers are going to end up winning eight games. And it's going to be awful. I mean, nine games. And once again, after starting the season like two or three and seven, these goons on oh yeah, ghost says hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ghost. It's um it's very possible. It's it's very possible we see 
the Steelers in the playoffs. Like I said before, the Bills just need to beat the Patriots, which they're going to have their starters next week. They need to lock up the number one seed. I think it's very, very realistic the Bills beat the Patriots, mm-hmm. especially since it's going to be in Buffalo, I believe. Yeah. Um, you had the Jets playing Miami. The Jets have already beaten Miami. They beat them with Skylar Thompson, who is probably going to be the quarterback next week. So there's a, there's a, a good chance the Jets can win that game. I'd say it's 50-50, depending with how they've been playing recently. But if all that happens and the Steelers beat the Browns, I, that's very possible that the Steelers beat the Browns. Even with Deshaun Watson, that's a very realistic win for the Steelers. They're in the playoffs. And that would be something for from you know Mike Tomlin going from all this talk about is he going to have his first under five hundred year to is he going to get the last wild card spot? I mean, it really comes down to one. What Deshaun? I mean, the Commanders were so bad yesterday, and we'll talk about that game in a minute. Oh, it's really bad. I mean, listen, my money pick of the year happened this weekend. It was TCU over. Freaking Michigan. I called it happening. I said Michigan is going to have a problem with how explosive TCU's offense is. And boom, it, it didn't matter how many long, sustained drives. It, it kind of reminded me of Philadelphia and New England, like Super Bowl 52, where like New England have these great sustained drives on the field and score. But then here comes Phil, TCU just chucking a, a bomb, doing a trick play, having a big ass running back plow through the hole for 15 yards and a chuck down the field. Guys being wide open on trick plays. It, this game so much reminded me of Super Bowl 52, the way it was played and how it finished. I that Yeah, the one call about with the guy on the goal line with the touchdown, yeah, it sucked. But uh, I mean, I think TCU is still the team of destiny here. I really do think that like this was their game to win. I I would love for them to beat Georgia. And Georgia looks a little more vulnerable, even though I think the Vegas, they're going to try to sucker people into taking TCU here. But I don't know. These two games this weekend were – college this weekend was just great. Every game, like even Clemson. We got Clemson, Tennessee. We even got like a new – like. A new player in the the whole SEC now. We have a new quarterback who's going to yeet and throw that ball around the yard. Um – I turn on the game Friday at about maybe halfway through the third quarter. I'm like, look at him. I go, oh my God, it's happening. They're hmm. winning. Um, that game, of course, um, got to give a shout out to um, Joe Milton III. Dude was yeeting that ball around the field, just chucking it. And the fact that this dude wasn't good enough for Jim Harbaugh makes me laugh even more because JJ McCarthy looked like crap. Yeah, I. Uh, he looked good. Oh, he on the football. Yeah, but he looked like, really bad at passing. That was yeah. a really bad. Even like Duggan, I mean, he had two interceptions too, but I mean, both of them didn't look like they were on their A game. But Duggan was hitting those deep passes, and it, both both quarterbacks looked really well when they ran the ball. Duggan was hitting some deep passes. Um, the real story of that game was uh, J.J. McCarthy's father copping a little feel on his girlfriend. That went viral. Yeah, yo. yeah that was uh, – you can't really explain that one. He had two different uh, hands that he was trying to get a little feel on. That was creepy. And then uh, that's going to be an awkward family conversation. Um, oh, yeah. And then no, I think you also told – Yeah, reason. No, I was just going to say, I think you also got to look at the fact that, it, I mean, once again, we're entering another offseason where everybody's talking about, is Jim Harbaugh going to come to the Oh, he's not coming back. I think – so from what I've heard, I guess Colin Coward is very close to Jim Harbaugh, or at least he says he is. Um 
And I think there's guys around the NFL who are like, oh, we'd love to have Jim back, but including a certain place in Indianapolis. Mm. But here's the kicker. I know Michigan, there's going to be no towing around. Either he goes or he stays. There's no like hiatus, tour, and then, oh, I'm just going to kind of coming back. It's like, no, you either commit to Michigan or you're out. Yeah. Because that last offseason was hysterical. I'm like, I'm like waiting for this guy to sign somewhere, and then like, oh, he's back at Michigan again. Oh, but I think he's maxed out when he can do Michigan. Yeah, I mean, except the fact that he's lost like six straight bowl games. Well, no, I'm just saying like, I think this is the best we're getting at Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, the best yeah. we can get at, at Jim Harbaugh is him choking. Yeah, I think this is the I think we've seen the best we're gonna get from him at his time there. So I think it's I think it's time for him to come back. I think he'd be he was a good head he was a pretty good NFL head coach beforehand. Um I think now he'll come back like a Pete Carroll thing where he comes back as an even better coach, maybe gets more some success like Pete Carroll did. Mm-hmm. Um I think Indianapolis is a perfect spot for him. It's his former team. I think he'd work really well there, and I think he'd be the perfect guy to bring in for a team like Indianapolis who needs another quarterback, and if they draft somebody, maybe he can help develop them. Um, and then, you know, speaking of Indianapolis, I'm looking at Frank Wright, looking at where he's going to go. Um, a lot a of teams up there. Gonna... Somewhere. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm I'm all on board with my team firing their OC and bringing him in as that play caller, but that's another story for another time. Um, right, we, gotta, we gotta talk about the elephant. Are you ready to do our six pack review? Oh yeah. I'm trying. Oh, I'm watching man. the whole. I'm watching the video right now of JJ McCarthy's dad. Oh man, it's so cringy because they said right after that is the wife stood in between them. So grabbing some buns. <laughs> he's he's got one finger straight out trying to get a little cop a little side feel like a little like flick up there, and then he's got the other hand like this going down. My guess is weird. It's just awkward. All right, um, let's cue that rock music and cue the misery. Here we go. There we go. All right, let the meme parade begin with Carson Wentz. My idiot ass thought that this was going to be a good game. He made Deshaun Watson look good. Three interceptions. Ryan Robinson had like 30 something carries for 86 yards. What in the half pack dive was that? They need to nuclear bomb the entire coaching staff, players. They need to keep that D line, Ryan Robinson, and Perry. Everyone else can go. All right. Brown win. This is depressing. We are the two most vandals franchises. This is literally the women's stay away ball. That's what they should have called it. All right, Panthers, Buccaneers, avert your eyes, kids. Tom Brady can't have another comeback. He won the division. I never rooted so hard for Tom Brady until after we lost to the Saints to watch the playoff hopes die just as they thought they had it. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, Seahawks, Jets. Yeah. Vikings, Packers. Same. Brownies, Tommies. We already talked about that one. Tennessee, Clemson. Joe Milne has a fucking cannon. <laughs> he clubbed it with my fucking ass. He looks terrible. Like 30 for 54, two picks. Come on, man. Dabo should be ashamed of himself right now. How is your best player a white running back who's 5'9"? Oh, boy. All right. He's sleeping Michigan. 
damn, those frogs are nasty. Uh, I, I love that. I nailed that upset pick. That made me so happy. It made my week not terrible. OSU in Georgia. Lace is out, dude. I don't remember the guy's name. I don't care. That was awful. I don't know where the fuck that was aiming to. That, that looked like when you're like you're playing online franchise and the game glitches in the middle of the meter and shoots it far left. Tulane at USC. Holy sweet Jesus, USC pulled in Atlanta. 15-point comeback with four minutes to go. Two late touchdowns and a two-point conversion. That's it, kids. Good night. Or two-point, two late touchdowns and a field. I don't even know. I, I just thought they came back and they won by one. Um, and lastly, PSU in Utah are playing right now. I believe it's tied 14-14. 14th half. 14th half. I still have Utah winning. So does Matt. That will not affect our give and take. I think I won by one, but it was kind of embarrassing. Um, gimmies. I think I, I want to say they weren't official because we didn't say them on the show because my gimme didn't make it and Matt's dead. I don't know. That'll be up for debate here because we didn't even put them in the show because we had so many gambles. We had eight fucking games to pick and we still fucked them up. Yeah, we could leave it out because either way, it's gonna it's gonna just fuck one of us up. It's the problem is it's like I think I think either we tied or I won by one, and that's all that happened. I don't know. Either way, you still took a five game lead on me with one week to go. Yeah, I didn't do good this week. I uh, I there's I mean I didn't hit on. I think I only hit on the Browns, the Packers, and like one college game so far, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I did not hit on Clemson or I did not hit on USC. I did not hit on Michigan. No, yeah, and I, I, had, I didn't hit. I think the only thing I hit on were some, was uh, some NFL games. Like, it was like Browns, Packers, and uh, Browns, Packers, and uh, I can tell you. Yeah, you're 0 for 4 on college right now. I mean, you're saving grace as if uh, Utah win. Um. Alrighty, that was the abomination known as our six pack. I did win my fantasy championship game though. I did not. I uh, I had a very promising week, and I had like Amon or St. Brown, Zay Jones, um, Amon or St. Brown, Zay Jones, Isaiah Hodgins in there, and um, and Leonard Fournette. And for some reason, they all put up all of their points in the first half. And when I shit you not, not even exaggerating, the second half, not one of them scored anything. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why, but the second half, none of them scored anything. And Dalvin Cook had a terrible game. So my opponent needs seven points between Tyler Bass, uh, Gabe Davis, and Dawson Knox to beat me. Oh, boy. I Unless somehow the kicker does a terrible game and uh you know he only targets Isaiah McKenzie, Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs and we're talking but at this point I'm I'm out out. Well, one God bless AJ Brown for breaking off that ridiculous touchdown. Um God bless Austin Eckler for being a god among men like a like um about you know 160 total yards, two touchdowns, you know uh Darren Waller for somehow remembering he's a football player, 72 and a touchdown. F you Gardner Minshew, you're dead to me. Eagles defense for seven sacks and a pick. I mean, I, I I snuck this out, but it was really last week that kind of gave me a good enough lead where I only lost by like six this week. Mm-hmm. And I still won by 30. So 
congratulations. Shout out to Pat. Well fought game, sir. Good job. But uh, it was literally the last, it was literally the, um, there's six teams to make the playoffs. The number six seed took on the number one seed for the final. I was the number mm-hmm. one seed at 11 and two. Well, um, was reading something that we all knew was going to happen. We just didn't know when it was going to happen. But uh, Christian McCaffrey has a mild ankle sprain in his day to day. If I'm them, listen, you're not going to get any. They're not getting any higher up in the standings. They're not. Next week. No, no they could, but they would need like a monumental loss. Like the Eagles have to lose by 40 to the Giants. I was going to say, because there's really no, there's no realistically possible way, I should say, for them to get the number one seed. Yeah, the Eagles basically have like. Can we talk about this, how Brian Dable is going to play his starters next week? Because oh, they get they get risked the playoff after the playoffs. I'm like, bro, like you are asking for trouble. Also, yeah, no. Nah. I'm like, oh, you want to bust Apple bag? All right, let the dogs out. Let's do this. Yeah, that's gonna be. I would do it if I'm him. I know you want to win He's games. Asking for something bad to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, probably I'm, called me. He's like, hey, I'll we'll play Hurts for a series. You play uh, Daniel. We'll do battle. The we'll play until we get the dub. You guys don't need this win. He goes, no, nah, we're playing our starters. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with it. I mean, but at the same time, if you you know you could put in Matt Breida and and Tyrod Taylor, but the rest of the Giants is backup guys. So you're really putting your backups in that they think they're already in. They're just playing it's more them, like but. it's more like like the Kayvon Thibodeaus and Landon Collins of the world and the yeah. But I mean, Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James are obviously going to play because that's who they have. But yeah, I was very disappointed in Gardner Minshew. He had a, an amazing game in, against Dallas, a very good defense, very good team in Dallas. And I thought he played so well that I would feel very confident in him going forward for the time being until Jalen Hurts comes back. Um, did not play well at all against the Saints, which is mind boggling to me. Um, but I don't know if Hurts is going to be back next week. Either way, I. He is playing. He is okay. I was gonna say either way, at least he'll come back for the playoffs. But Dude, so, lo- what does Philly need to win to lock up the number one seed? Unless Dallas loses, but Dallas plays Washington, who is basically DOA. What are who? What are the possible teams in the NFC to get the number one seed? Like we're talking, what, it's Vikings, Philadelphia, Eagles? and I think San Fran. That's it. Really, no I Vikings. Think, I think Vikings Dallas lost. Is- yeah, the Vikings lost. I think the Dallas doesn't have the tiebreaker. So the only way San Fran gets the number one seed is if Dallas. I think. I don't. I think it's just it, Philadelphia just needs to win the Philadelphia wins. Let's just not make this complicated. Um. All right, Giants, don't be losers. Listen, I I, I was rooting for you guys on Sunday because I want. I was hoping you guys wouldn't be tools, but you're going to be tools. So. Let's stomp on their throats. I'm I'm done with this. I'm done with teams just getting chippy. It's like, okay, now we're gonna beat you by forty this time. All right, like now now it's personal. All righty. Um. Yeah. No. I. Let's just let's let's talk some college. We'll go to the one sentence game, dude. I we can. I'm not gonna beat a dead horse like Tennessee did to Clemson, but Clemson looked bad, and Tennessee Clemson, with a backup quarterback was slinging that rock around. Yeah, Clemson looked really bad and uh, very surprising as to how, you know, not very good that they look. So DJ Ugalele was in the, I believe, the transfer portal, correct? Oregon State. Ew. How you go from Clemson to Oregon State? Oregon State's got had a 10-win season this year. They have a very good team. 
Nah. So I think it's a great, I think it's a great move because that means that team is going to be a nightmare to deal with next year. It's probably an easier division, so he's probably will do much. I mean, he's got to go him. against K, uh, Caleb Williams and freaking um, whoever the hell that kid out of uh, UCLA is, and Oregon was supposed to be a solid team too. But I think it's a good yes. move. And also Utah. I mean, the Pac-12 sneakily like getting loaded up, but you also prime over in uh, over to Colorado. Yeah, this was a this was an interesting game. Looking at the stats and just thinking about just how I was watching and everything, but you know, Cade Klubnik had he had a he completed almost a little over fifty percent of his passes, no touchdowns, three hundred twenty yards, two interceptions. Will Shipley had 17 carries. The fucking quarterback ran 20 times. Um, and everybody just they didn't they didn't do anything. <laughs> Joe Milton the third looked very good. Yeah. Looked very, very good. And they didn't have Hendon Hooker and they didn't have Jalen Hyatt. So I'm more impressed with the fact that Tennessee knocked off Clemson without Without their guys compared to Clemson with doing it without DJ Glaley, but Ten, and also Tennessee. Clemson didn't have after D line, but it didn't matter. They were slinging that rock around the yards. Clemson, uh, um, Tennessee no D O line, decent O line. I saw, I saw something earlier on Twitter from an NFL from a uh, current NFL player that resonated, but pretty much I forgot who it was, but they were just pretty much saying like, if you're in college and you opt out, I don't want to see you like on the sideline. I don't want to see you in the locker room. Like you're pretty much telling me like as the team like. I'm leaving you guys. Like, I'm out. This ain't where I need to be, where I want to be. Like, they don't want you on the sideline. I, I understand that. If you're not going to play. Yeah, I am too. I'm kind of torn. But, I mean, like, what pissed me off, speaking of opt-outs, fuck you, Will Levis. Opted out literally, what, like an hour before game time? Yeah. That was some me and a bunch of betters over. Yeah, that's all I got to yeah, say. They, Iowa they won went off 21-0. Iowa won off pick sixes. That game was a abysmal. Alabama and Kansas was tight for 30 seconds, and it was done. Yeah, that was bad. Kansas uh, looked good the first quarter, and then boom. Yeah, um, the two playoff games were f- amazing. Um, TCU, yeah, was- super explosive offense. Mac Duggan, Max Duggan was a little shaky here and there, but he played well. Michigan, J.J. McCarthy towards the end of that game was just so shaky. Um, two, I, both, both quarterbacks – for two, had two interceptions. Uh, it's just, but TCU just could run the ball, and they were scoring, and they were moving, and they just they were playing efficiently. Michigan made it close, but even like the special teams for um for TCU was on point. Mm-hmm. Everything, even when they had a bad beat, they kept coming back. The opposite could be said. For Ohio State, Ohio State played phenomenal. I got to give all the credit in the world to Ryan Day, CJ, um, CJ Stroud, and of course Marvin Harrison Jr. Hopefully his head's okay. Dude got his dude got basically rocked. Um. Also, Kenny McIntosh. Oh, is it Kenny McIntosh? That long t- r- touchdown run. He scores that. I hit my parlay, and I'm irritated about it. I would have won like sixty bucks. I was so mad. Um, what do we have? A, we have another year before Marvin Harrison goes to the draft. I think so. We just have Jigma. Um, who I, you know, they could have used him in that game. That situation. I mean, if he is not like doctors won't clear him, and he opts in, great. That's fine. 
But like it was a little sketchy. I don't want to give any credit to Tommy Shay, but like I don't know. I just I I don't know. That that that, that situation made me feel weird. Next um, week's show will be during the uh college championship game too. We're gonna probably I think we might you know what we might do we might do Tuesday next week if that's okay with you. I'm fine with that, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll figure that one out, honestly. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's that. It came down to the last kick, like. And I also love that everyone's ripping on um, Stetson Bennett. I'm like, yeah, Stetson Bennett is like the rich, uh, the rich kid who's given all of these amazing things and doesn't run the company into the ground. So mm-hmm. he's like, I, I. Is he declaring for the draft this year? I assume he is. He, for, for what the draft for the U.S. Postal Service? How the hell is he going to play in the NFL? I mean, Brandon Weenan did it at like twenty eight. Yeah, but I think as of I think uh, scouting has evolved in quarterbacks in the last ten years. You think he's gonna? What do you think he's gonna fall to like round six because he's twenty five? I think he was undrafted. That'd be he's wild. Not he's not good. I know. I'm just saying that'd just be wild if he wins back to back like college championships. He doesn't get drafted. That's that might be the first ever. Well, no, I think one of the Alabama quarterbacks. Um. I just he's not good. He's not he's he he's basically said, Hey, here's a Lambo, don't crash. Hmm. Somebody'll take him. Watch uh if he goes undrafted, oh man, I'm looking at like Houston uh, depends on who Houston drafts. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just saying Houston might just be like, We need to figure this shit out. So we're gonna draft Bryce Young and then we're gonna get Sense Bennett as an undrafted free agent. We're gonna see who's the best one. There you go. All righty, ready for uh, the meat and potatoes of the episode, the one-sentence game? I mean, the 25-second game? Hit me with it. All right, there's the timer. Oh, righty, now, Cowboys-Titans. This should have been a 40-13 to game, but then again, I don't – any given Sunday. Shout out to Josh Jobs, first career start. Yeah, Josh Jobs is going to get the start next week again, which tells me they don't have any faith in Malik Willis right now. Uh, I was wrong. Well, I'll admit I was obviously wrong about that kid. I thought he was going to be the best quarterback in this draft. I know there's time to tell still, but he did not look good this year. The team does not look good this year. Shout out to the guy that told me I didn't know what I was talking about because I said Tennessee wasn't going to be in it this year. Um, obviously not. So shout out to the Jaguars. So I think they took that division. But, yeah, no. Malik Willis. I told you Tennessee tank. was going to be dog shit. Yeah. Eagles, Saints. Fuck Gardner Minshew and fuck the Saints. Poverty franchise. Next. Yeah, I thought Gardner was going to play a lot better compared to how he did against Dallas. But hopefully Jalen Hurts comes in next week. Probably be the end of the Gardner Minshew era in Philly after that. He's gonna he's gonna walk. They're gonna make him walk. They'll probably go get like Tyrod Taylor on a backup deal. But um, I honestly I look at that game. The Eagles the Eagles defense played flat. They should have gotten that touchdown by Gainwell. That wasn't a holding call either way. Um, and that throw by. Jalen, uh, throw it just freaking Gardner Minshew is fucking telegraphed to Lattimore. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, once again, Gardner Minshew's bad throws and decision making ends up killing us either way. All right, moving on, we have Cardinals Falcons. Desmond Ritter gets the win. I didn't even know this game was on besides that. Um, the Cardinals signed David Blau off the street and within like three days said you're going to be starting this game. Um, didn't have a Terrible game, 24 for 42, 22, and a touchdown. Um, I guess that's as good as you could be for somebody that just got a three days notice. But, um, yeah, other than that, you couldn't pay me to watch this game. I didn't even know this game was on. Um, Lions-Bears. 
Yeah, that one is expected. Mm. I've done Oakland Knights. Ah, just look at this. Look at this stat line. Justin Fields, 7 for 21, 75 yards, touchdown, interception. Justin Fields, 10 carries, 132 yards rushing. Justin Fields is going to be the next Lamar Jackson in the sense of everybody telling him, you know, you should look at being a running back, not a quarterback. Lions, on the other hand, did exactly what I thought they were going to do, which was just shove the points down their throats. That's all I got to say. Whoa, phrasing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Broncos, Chiefs. Uh, I, I could say rivalry game in Broncos country. You rode, but um, – I don't know. I chalk that up to the the Chiefs already making their playoff plans. Um, I don't. The only thing I have to say about this game is that I don't understand why the Broncos choose the Chiefs to be the one team that they're going to play hard against because they lost to them their first time around by six. And now they lost by three. So I don't know why Russell Wilson, and the Broncos, decide to play hard against the Chiefs and then flat against everybody else. But I I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. All right. Next up in the who, which NFC East team, AFC East team is going to get their head kicked in by the Bengals, Ravens. Oh, no, sorry, Bengals, Bills, or um, dude, even the Jaguars would keep beat both these teams. Mm-hmm. Dolphins, Patriots, both crap, both quarterback issues, both coaches look a little weird. Um. <laughs> Uh, both running backs are on my fantasy team and both under, actually, no, um, Moser played decent. Um, I started Stevenson like a dummy and he was terrible. And thank God for, um, what's his face? Uh, Austin Eckler cleaning up the slack. But what the hell, man? Stevenson was booty cheeks. Um, yeah, that's my sentence. Uh, Patriots win, but there's probably going to, it doesn't really matter because either one of these teams is going to get rolled in the playoffs. Yeah, Patriots beat a beat-up Dolphins team that did not have Tua, that lost Bridgewater, and that started Skylar Thompson. They only beat him by two points. I don't think the Patriots are a very good team. I think they were able to capitalize, like the Jets capitalized on some quarterback injuries. Um, Regardless of who makes the playoffs, I don't think the Patriots beat the Bills next week, so it's going to be either Miami or the Pittsburgh, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Colts? Uh, Giants, I don't know what was more embarrassing, the Colts' effort or Kayvon Thibodeau doing a snowman next to an injured Nick Foles. Oh, man, that was so bad. I, I just listen, Giants fans. I, Giants, man, I hope you know what you're doing. Between this or the freaking uh, not sitting your starters, you are really pushing the football gods' will, man. They do yeah. not take lightly to this shit. Just ask, no. the, just ask the Saints, man. They talked a bunch of shit to, about the Eagles after they beat them in 2018. Then the Nikhil Roby Nikhil Roby Coleman call happens. Like, dude, football gods are evil. I wouldn't mess with them. Karma is horrible in this league. No, I mean I get I, celebrating a sack, but man, that dude did a snow angel for what felt like five minutes. And they kept telling him to get up, and he just kept ignoring them. I'm like, dude, you you got to chill, Kayvon. Yeah, man. that's bad. If I'm I'm at the end of the day, if I'm Brian Dable, I'm just gonna sit him down, and be like, listen, you got may water may throw him. Oh yeah, dude. No, you gotta. You just, I think the coaching just got to sit him down. But listen, you gotta be more. You gotta be more aware of what's going on. You can be a little more respectful. But other than that, the Giants took care of business. They did what they were supposed to do, which was shut out the Colts. Danny Dimes had a career day yesterday. Um, probably going to be in their plans for the future, but they locked up that playoff spot. And you know, shout out to them for getting that done. All right, uh, Panthers, Buccaneers. Uh, Mike Evans is still that dude. 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how old he is. He's still that dude. Also, Bucks, thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, Bucks. Uh, Bucks will get that division, so everybody in that that uh, obviously that conference is out. Um, Sam Darnold had a great game, but Sam Darnold, listen, man, this guy could go win out. I, I don't want him back. So hmm. see if the Panthers pick him up. I think this was his twenty. We'll take him as a backup. I mean, listen, he, I, shit, I'll take Sam Darnold as a backup. Fuck yeah. Well, he's going to be a free agent. So you can go and give him a little deal if you want to. I don't want him back, but uh, okay, listen, like you, he can run enough. Like I'd put him in as a backup for Hurts if Hurts got hurt for some godforsaken reason. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that game. All right, Browns Commanders, the Bill Cosby Bowl, as we refer to it today. Yeah, between um, Dan Snyder, between Dan Snyder and Deshaun Watson, this game is just a red flag all around. Um, what was even more red flags was Carson Wentz is just telegraphed interceptions. Oh my lord. Um, they, yeah, they made the Browns look good. The Browns are an awful team again. Um, yeah, this game was disappointing. Come on. You know, I think it's – so, game was terrible. Carson Wentz is terrible. I think Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera is going to be and should be fired at the end of this year. He has done really nothing for that. He, I mean, he had that one year where Alex Smith came in and won them the division. They squeaked into the playoffs. Other than that, um, hasn't really done much. I'm not keeping him around. I don't also know why he didn't just throw Heineke in. Like Carson Wentz was obviously struggling. They had they lost by two possessions, but it's not like it's impossible to come back and score 14 points. Yeah. So uh, if I'm the commanders, uh, there's a lot of shit they have to worry about with that ownership and that franchise. But right now I get a new coach. My biggest thing is like I want to like I just I, I putting Heineke in, I don't I don't understand why they benched him in the first place. I get their offense was struggling, but like you were still winning games. Yeah. You just finally played good competition that wasn't going to take you that took you seriously. Um, Jags Texans, yeah. I don't That's think anybody it. expected yeah. to go differently. Yeah, we can we can skip this one. There's there's no there's no comments here. Jags, congratulations on that division title. Yeah. The only thing to say about this is that the Texans heard that Bryce Young declared for the draft, so they said let's just put up three points and call it a day. Let's let's put one through the uprights. We're not shut out. Forty uh, ers <laughs> Raiders. Um. Hey, uh, 49ers, the Raiders just put their franchise quarterback on the shelf. What, what was that? Also, shout out Darren Waller for scoring me a tutty. It took you all yeah, that was, uh, Not what I expected. I We all knew Jared Sidham is garbage. I didn't think that he would be doing well in that one game. I'm not I mean, we should go with Stidham next year. I'm like, oh, no, stop. What? They you sound like Jets fans. Well? They sound like the Jets fans, Ooh, yeah. like myself, that were like buying the Mike White hype for a couple weeks. Um, no, White, White as a development for Anthony Richardson. No, that's a move. There's a lot of scenarios that I'm fine with. That's one of them. There's a lot of we can digest this after the season, if anything. But there's a lot of scenarios in my head that I'm fine with. But um, yeah, Niners got the win. Every team's gonna have that one game. I really think it's because they just didn't have a lot of film instead of in, in Oakland, obviously, or Vegas, wherever the fuck they are. But um, other than that, at the end of the day, I think that's it. I think they get back on track next week, but they'll be fine. Uh, according to Gino, they didn't write back, though. Yeah. Next game. Um, <laughs> they still didn't write back. Uh, Seahawks still alive for that last seed. It's going to come down to three teams. Seattle, um, Detroit, Green and Green Bay. So I think the scenarios are if Seattle loses and Green Bay wins, Green Bay's in. If Seattle wins, they're in. If Detroit wins and Seattle loses, they're in. That's how yeah. the NFC is going to finish. And I Green am. Bay just needs to win, I believe. 
I, I, um, I mean, because they have more conference wins, I guess. That's how that works yeah. in the tiebreakers. Listen, Seahawks looked good yesterday. I think they keep Geno Smith next year. I think they roll with him for a year or two after that. Um, I put this on the coach, honestly. Um, he had 10 days to get this team ready for one of the most important games in this season, the most important game this season, and in a long time, and they put up six points. I put a lot of this on Salah, not getting this team prepared. I put a lot of this on Mike White for looking like absolute dog shit. And, you know, I don't – some people will get on the defense. What do you expect the defense to do when they're on the field for 75% of the game? The offense was was three – was like quick three and outs, four and outs. The defense was on the field every five seconds. It felt like I don't really – they're going to be tired. I put this all on the coach. I don't think anybody's safe, but I think he deserves at least another year coming back. There we go. So – for NFC tracking purposes, we'll get into this quickly. Um, so here are the games that are key next week. Um, Titans, Jags, Jags. It's a Saturday night game. Jags win. Jags won the division. They're, like they basically, they would need the Titans would need to win to get. I think yeah, Jags win. They win the division. Titans win. Mm-hmm. They win. I guess that's how it's going to split. I think that's um, going to be Jaguars game, especially with Josh Dobbs. Jaguars going to win that game. Yeah. Um, Giants, Eagles. Eagles win the number one, they're the number one seed and division champs. Giants win a Cowboys loss. Still means Eagles division champs, but they may not get the number one seed. Um, unless the 49ers hit the start, which they very may well might. Um Ray, Bengals have locked up the divisions. That one doesn't really matter. Same thing with the Bucks. Patriots, Bills. If the Bills sit their the Bills, if they win tonight, can sit their starters, they they will lock up the number one seed. Um Vikings have no chance at getting the number one seed. So they are probably going to rest the stars against the bears. Um, Texans Colts, who cares? Um, Jets dolphins, dolphins need to win to get in. Um, Panthers saints, who cares? Brown Steelers, Steelers win. They could get in. 49ers Cardinals. I don't know. I don't understand if I don't understand why the Niners would play hard unless they unless like the Eagles were up. Then they put their starters back in. Or Eagles were losing. Um, Chargers Broncos. Chargers clinched. So they'll probably and I I won't we won't even see Justin Herbert next week probably. Um, Ram Seahawks. Listen, Baker could play spoiler here, and then it all comes down to Sunday night's Packers Lions. Um, no, I think that's a very big possibility. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh, Baker's playing the Seahawks. Oh, this is the battle of the tossed away quarterbacks. This could get epic. Well, um, see, the thing with those kinds of games, too, people got to remember, those are games where teams are more inclined to go for it on fourth down, whether it's fourth and one, fourth and three, fourth and whatever. Like, I would expect the Rams to go for it on a lot of plays. So I think Seattle's defense needs to be ready, especially since they just lost their best linebacker, Brooks, to a season-ending ACL. Yeah, and then finally, Cowboys, Commies. Now, do they put Heineke back in and the Cowboys lose? Then this is all just whatever. So they I don't know what just else. Put, they could put Sam Howell in. Everybody Bro, watch Sam Howell come in and chuck like four touchdowns. I'm just saying, this 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 guy comes out and beats the Cowboys and has a really good game. I mean, they might have, a, but they still they got a rookie on their hands. Like, might as well throw this kid in. I don't know. Also, this is going to be a um, wild week. Going back to that Bills thing you were saying, the Bills win tonight. I don't think they lock up the number one seed because they'll be tied with the Chiefs with the same record. So they'll have to go into next week. 
they'll have to go into next week and win to get it. Because if they lose next week, and but the they have the tiebreaker. Oh yeah, they have the tiebreaker. But yeah, but if they win this week, they're both going to be thirteen and three. Yeah, they. Oh yeah, I know because I remember the graphic. Now I saw it. It was Bills. If they win and the Chiefs lose, get the number one seed. Um. All right, and let's do these last two games quick because I feel like we've been rambling. All right. Um. Vikings Packers. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, Jair Alexander, dude, does his brain function completely with his mouth? He, he, I don't understand some, how to do talks like mush mouth. He is a it's, weird presser. Dude, like, I don't know if he was baked or high or something. Like, dude, like, I'm like, what? Yeah, like, I was watching that. Like, okay. I think you know what it well, is. He sounds which, like I, me when I'm half asleep. Like, he's mumbling. I'm like, bro, you talking good. I, I understood what you say, but like, it was grade A smack. And the gritty in front of JJX was great. But, like, bro, you got to speak clearly, my friend. Like, come on. He's somewhere in between Lamar Jackson and Robbie Anderson when he speaks sometimes. I just don't know what's going on. I think what I like about him Lamar is I think – Lamar talks very softly. I think, um, I think not a lot of people have been talking about Jerry Alexander. They've been talking a lot about the rookies like Sauce Gardner, like Tariq Woolen, like Jack Jones and, and – in the Patriots, and they talk. Obviously, they're going to mention Jalen Ramsey and guys like that. Darius um, Slay and Darius, yeah, Darius Slay. Um, so I don't think he's really had a lot of talk around him, and I think he took that personally because he's had a, a quietly very, very good season, and he's been a lockdown for them. But I also so, hate him because he flicked off all of us at the Eagles-Packers game because we saw him fake a cramp, so he got up and flicked us off when he was walking out the field. What a wiener! Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, speaking of wieners, <laughs> Chargers took care of business against the Rams in the Battle of LA that was probably not even sold out. But you know, another reason why I think that the Rams could beat the Seahawks last week is if you look at the the algorithm since Baker got there, he won his first, he won his debut game, lost his next game, had a great, had a very good game last week. I'm pretty sure it was, and then yeah, the sh- shitty this week. Yeah. So, um, so right now, according to his algorithm, he's due for a win next week. There you go. So yeah, book it in. The Seahawks are going to choke this one away. Give me the Lions to be the eighth seed, the seventh seed, baby. I would love that. Bro, Lions, Buccaneers, or no, not Lions, Buccaneers. Lions, fucking um, 49ers in San Fran. Bro, I can see the Lions beating them, which is horrifying. I either way, either way, as long as it's not the Packers. Actually, no, the Packers we're going to do. Either way, that that 2-7 game is going to be awesome. The way that the Lions offense has potential to put up 40-plus points per game and the fact that the defense has like clicked on a, on a more consistent scale, I honestly don't think there's any team that can't like that they can't beat. Like I think they're like a wild card team. Like they they took Eagles to the distance. They've already beaten the Vikings. I think they can give the Niners a run. I think they can give obviously like the Bucks or the Giants or um, the Cowboys or anybody like that a run. Um, so I don't think anybody's safe. I think like the Philly would beat them, but I think it'd be a close game. It's gonna, they're going to take any team the distance. It's going to go. Full oh yeah. Um, yeah. And then finally, Steelers Ravens. He can't keep getting away with this. Tomlin's going to find another way to not have a losing season. I, I don't. I, I honestly like. I'm starting to root for the guy now. It's like, what the hell? The last you know, time I watched the Steelers play, I watched AJ Brown personally manhandle their entire secondary. I'm like, up. Oh, this is the year. 
And then, you know, yeah, I got Kenny Pickett doing nothing. I'm just like, oh, this is it. This is happening. And then, uh, oh, oh, here we go again. Yeah, and it's funny when you look at the, like, Kenny Pickett is not good. Like, the defense is what you really credit a lot of these victories with. But Kenny Pickett, like, 15 for 27, oh, 160 yards. Do the Steelers go, go get a quarterback in the offseason? I don't think so. I think if they get this playoff spot, there there's there's going to be a lot of hard questions for them to answer. But I, I think they will pick it. I think they get him a better veteran quarterback. Like I could see them going after like a Mike White. I could see them bringing in like a Jimmy G. I could see them bringing in Minshew, somebody better than Trubisky. But I think they're going to give Pickett the keys to the franchise next year, especially if they would get to that playoff spot. Well, he's crashing that bus. Uh imagine uh i'm not i don't well it would be it would be steelers and uh and chiefs or the bills which would be a shit show but imagine imagine like a jaguar steelers playoff game like the nine and eight kenny pickett and the steelers versus the nine and eight trevor lawrence and the jaguars the may run them off the field that jags team is low-key kind of dangerous that's what like the jaguars are the lions version of the afc where like the jaguars i think have the potential to beat any team that they want to i don't yeah. think they beat like the bills but like i think they can give every team a run for their money and take them all four quarters right now you got 21 penn state over U- utah 21 14 nine minutes left in third quarter it's utah's so got the ball i believe they're the, these are two very well balanced teams i'll probably turn this game on while i'm eating dinner because i think this is like a fun game yeah no, it's, it's it's close one it's it's looking really good right now I go Still back. hoping that you'd pull it off. I gotta go back to work tomorrow. Ugh. Yeah, got a short week of work. Obviously, you know the four day one, but I haven't had a full week of work since December first. I haven't. Yeah, this will be my first full. Well, this won't be my first week. So we have I have today off, obviously, but okay, next so week. Yeah, I had a four day week. The week, like the week of the fifteenth or whatever it was. Then I had a two day week. Then another two day week, and then and then next and then I have a four day week this week. Yeah, next week will be my first full week of work in the last like three weeks. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. Eh, what are you gonna do? All right. Um, I didn't really plan for a top ten. Do you want to do one or you want to just hold off? I did not come prepared. If we have a topic offhand, I could probably come up with something. But if you want to hold off till next week, we can hold off. I don't know. I kind of I don't really have anything right now. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe next week we could do a top ten or a top five like bold off season predictions. Yeah, I'm down for that. Um, because also next Monday will be Black Monday, so we'll get a lot of coaching firings. It should be an interesting show. Um, yeah, so I, you've seen my TikTok. I got a lot of guys on that list. I know. That be fired. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I don't know. I, I think today we'll just kind of let the folks go. Uh, you know, happy New Year. Uh, happy bowl season. We'll see you guys after the national championship game and NFL Week 18. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's Corner Booth Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Jericho. That's 239 in the books. As, of course, your man, Mr. Matt Ardazzo. Um uh, the season finale of episode, of season eight is the day after the Super Bowl. So uh, prep accordingly. Uh, then me and Matt go on like a three, two, three-week hiatus with the pod. We'll still do live streams because the live streams are fun. But like the pod will kind of go on a little hiatus. And uh, yeah, um, we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, Mason will be back next week. Deuces.
you guys. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.